This ain't a rap song, this a cry for help Can't be alone no more, stuck in my ways, my health Been on the edge and I, rather must stay inside No more big crowds at all, pussy my downfall yeah, hey, lost in your Honda. We just left the house, and your mama said, Take care of me like a king, and you did. Tell her, Come on, are we, are we on? Is the mic on? The mic is on. Welcome to the BZ Podcast. This is Zay. I am sitting here with Brittany. And uh, we back again for another episode. Um, hope everything's going well with everybody out there, all the listeners. I want to give a shout out to all our SoundCloud listeners, our Apple Podcast listeners, our Spotify listeners, Stitcher, wherever you find this podcast. Thank you for listening. We love y'all. Appreciate the support. And uh, we going to get into it. Well, let me ask you, how are you? How are you today, Britt? That's rude. I'm chilling. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It is Sunday. I had a nice weekend. Mm-hmm. I hope yours went well. Yep. Can't complain. Yo, I hate you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so what we getting into today, man? What we talking about? We are going to be talking about manipulation. Manipulation. Why are we? Yo, we've been, you know what? Before we even got on this call, we've already been talking for like an hour and a half. Yeah. So I feel like we we need to come on, Zay. Let's get serious. God damn it. Uh, let's get serious. Uh, All right. Yeah. We are discussing manipulation today. Uh, we've been wanting to talk about this for a while now, um, especially like with everything going on right now in the media. I mean, they're always manipulating the media, but you know, even more so right now, we feel like a lot of manipulation is going mm-hmm. on. and. I feel like me and you were both a little disappointed once we started doing our research because we kind of wanted to go a certain direction. Yeah, like I'm not uh, even sure it. like what direction I was actually looking for, but everything <laughs> that I was looking at was just like relationship. How how is he manipulating yeah, you? Yeah, and I don't know. Which is important. What, it's important. Yeah, I don't know what I was looking for, but this this wasn't it. But it's still we still found helpful information. I think I more so wanted to look into um of course, how the public can be manipulated, but oh my god, it was too, a little too much information, yeah. and that would have needed to be like a whole different type of episode. Um, so we kind of just kept it uh, compacted into just the basics of manipulation and how to recognize it. Um, and in in doing this research, I <laughs> I was like, mm, <laughs> I, <laughs> I think I be I think I be doing some of these things sometimes. That me? Like, <laughs> that, that me? It, it me. It me. I think. <laughs> yeah, I was like, damn. I think I. I think I've mastered how to manipulate a little bit. I think everybody has. In some, everybody's <laughs> to, a, to an extent. Everybody. Right, but the way that these articles explained it, they're like, you know, masterful techniques. And I'm like, I didn't know like, I was masterful. Yeah, it's you know, because it's like you do it. You you don't get caught doing it. You know, it's like if you successfully do it for your own gain. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, too, in, in looking into this more, you know, manipulation gets mixed up with persuasion a lot. Mm. Um, so that also kind of like, all right. So there is a difference. <laughs> you know, if you're if you're doing for selfish gains, um, that's more of a manipulation tactic. If you are trying to persuade someone, you know, it's all it's for their benefit. 
even if it does benefit you, it will also benefit them. Mm. So, all right. Guess we get into it. So the definition of manipulation is to control or play upon by artful, unfair, or insidious means, especially to one's own advantage. Uh, And like I was just saying, manipulation differs from persuasion because it is used with the intent to fool, control, or trick the person on the other side of the conversation into doing something, believing something, or buying into something that leaves them either harmed or without benefit. And it may also imply that you are concealing a desire to move them to your point of view in a way that will benefit you. And if this benefit were disclosed, that revelation would make the other person far less receptive to your message. See, the weird thing is like when you're moving it, when you're moving a person to do something that benefits you, but what if like you mm-hmm. honestly believe that like it'll benefit everyone? Well, that's persuasion. Yeah. So that's the difference. Yeah. If you know for a fact, you know what I mean? That it ain't going to do nothing for them. Like I saw a lot of examples they were giving were like a car salesman. So you got somebody that comes in, he got six kids, you know what I mean? And they were like, either you can persuade or manipulate. Now, if he comes in and he's saying he wants that two-door sports car, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, he's explained the situation. You've looked at his finances and all that type of stuff. You know, it would be better to persuade him to get that family car that would accommodate his family if, you know, he's in the situation where, say, he doesn't have another car. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like he's just able to just spend frivolously without worrying about his up. children. Right, but I'm just saying, shut up. (laughs) So it's like, you know, that would be, it would be, um, it would still benefit him because he would be making a sale, but, you know, you're you're pushing him towards something that would help him out. Mm -hmm. Now, on the other hand, you know, say that two-door sports car would get him that bigger commission check, but you know his situation, like, they don't have a car that will fit all their children, and he's coming with the, you know, with the intent to get a family car, but instead you manipulate him into getting that two-door sports car that has a way higher price tag. You know, that's manipulation because that is really purely for your own gain. At the end of the day, how's that going to help that family out? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I, But you were, yeah, I was like, you were telling me something, the, and I don't remember, but I think it'd be good if you s- squeeze that in here. So yeah, so I, I, I've read a couple articles, and um, I came across this one little scenario that um, a couple decades ago, a class of psychology students played a trick on their lecturer. On the right side of the room, they nodded, smiled, and on the left side, they seemed bored and disengaged. Before long, the lecturer, without even realizing it, was addressing the right side who was smiling with enthusiasm, and then when he addressed the left side, he was like that uncomfortable glance or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So with the use of a secret sign, the students then switched roles. They went from left to uh, right to left. And Mm -hmm. the lecturer switched it accordingly. And this trick was used. This trick is used in the same principles that the the professor was teaching. Right. So apparently Mm -hmm. pigeons, rats and lecturers do more of what's rewarded and less of what's punished. Right. So you got to ask, how did the lecturer feel once the trick was revealed? And you can imagine it was probably like that uncomfortable laugh. Like, you know, what I mean, ha 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 ha. (laughs) You got me. (laughs) (laughs) right Right. so manipulation is behavior with the purpose of influence another influencing another person but only works if the purpose is concealed so in this example it's the secret planning of smiles and frowns that was crucial for success so i think why manipulation is just like assumed just to be negative and Mm -hmm. which i mean by definition it seems like it is 
as I've been researching mm-hmm. it, it's really the secrecy that we do not like. And it's like the possible humiliation that's associated with it that we do not like. Not being in on the joke, um, being the center of attention without consent, that right. type of stuff. So that kind of like, that stuck with me and um, kind of just, oh no, I'm sorry. I'm reading something different. Go ahead. Where are you going next? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you about to go into another right, about thing. about to go all the way. All right, let's say that. Save say it, it, save it. <laughs> so, all right. So piggybacking off of that. Um, now, influence and persuasion go hand in hand versus coercion and manipulation. Mm. Now, when you have influence, um, you have the ability to affect change without strong arming someone to get your way. So influencing someone means that they make the decision to do something all on their own with your participation in the matter virtually undetectable. Mm -hmm. So it's like... um, Oh, it says influence is frequently built built on a pre-existing relationship between you and someone else. You can influence them because they trust or believe you. So it's kind of like leading by example or, you know what I mean? Somebody looking up to you. That's that's influence. You know, you don't even really need to contact them. They just know your character. Um, you know, what I mean, they they watch you. Um, so that's influence persuasion. Um, just to reiterate, it's similar to influence, uh, but you do have more. Um, more of a hand in it um and it's you know you're persuading someone persuading someone is getting them to do something because of your convincing argument or approach so persuasion is still a completely voluntary choice on the part of the person you were trying to convince um but you are still you know what i mean you still got your hand in it so you're still yeah yeah so it's like kind of like nudging right it's a nudge exactly so that's like you know advertisements and they'll be like nine out of ten dentists recommend this product so it's like (laughs) so it's like i'm not telling you you have to get it but i am including persuasive information i don't know if it's true or not but so while we're on persuasion mm -hmm. did you have something to add to Mm -hmm. persuasion no all right so i came i was listening to a podcast like a while ago and the person speaking Mm -hmm. was probably some evolutionary psychologist i don't know i forget who it was Mm -hmm. and um he was saying that as humans we do not rely on truth more than we rely on persuasion right right? and if the truth Mm -hmm. creates obstacles it makes life harder for us or Mm -hmm. for you whoever and it makes it more Mm -hmm. challenging our response is to use persuasion to make it easier for ourselves, especially in social environments right so even Mm -hmm. if that persuasion isn't rooted in this is rooted in dishonesty mm-hmm. we'll still tend to go towards that who doesn't want to make life easier for themselves right so he used this example mm-hmm. and um he said we picked this up early on um whining and crying when you don't get your way in hopes that your parents will cave and give you what you want even though nothing's <laughs> wrong therefore making your life mm-hmm. easier in the moment right right and he used the example of him overhearing his five-year-old playing with another kid at the park in like the sandbox or whatever right and the kid mm. said something like, I have a Spider-Man lunchbox. Like, you know what I mean? And his mm-hmm. son replied was like, I have a Spider-Man, Batman, T-Rex lunchbox. Oh my, I used to hate when kids would do that right? when I was little. I remember that shit. Like, like, remember he used to be like, I got $5,000 in my bank <laughs> right? account. Like, no the fuck you don't. Right, just shit, right? Yeah. So naturally, the other kid was like, whoa. Right? Because mm-hmm. as, and he, was, he also explained earlier in the episode that like, um, when we're young, like we have no idea of like lies. We have no concept of lies yet. Mm-hmm. So like, it's kind of like when you play peekaboo, 
Mm-hmm. Like when you cover your face, the kids look like the kids doesn't see you. And then you open your face up. It's like, oh, my God, he's back. Like, we don't know <laughs> what's going on in that instance. We can't decipher that information. Right. Mm-hmm. So the other kid is astonished by this because he doesn't know what lying is yet. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So right. the podcast guest, like knowing like this being in his field, he chuckled to himself, but also felt kind of conflicted. Like, cause on one hand, you don't want your child lying. But on the other hand, he understands that his child is doing something to feel comfortable in that situation, which we mm-hmm. all kind of do. Right. So that kind of stuck with mm-hmm. me and it kind of helped me better understand people and not just take, um, and, and look at it and apply it elsewhere. And especially with mm-hmm. identity politics and all the things that's going on with PC culture. And we've mm-hmm. all heard people take things to the far left or far right, just way extreme mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. And I used mm-hmm. to just chalk that up to just like nefarious or that person's being manipulative or, or mm-hmm. just, you know, put it all in the same box. But if the idea of people's motivation is leaning more towards persuasion, over truth then that person is kind of acting accordingly if that's to be true and people just want to make life easier for themselves i don't know maybe i'm just like justifying like my manipulative behavior <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was about to be like eh, you saw my uh, face i was like mm. no nah, i mean i get it though i get it no i do too i do too. meanwhile i'm like geppetto with strings and shit like just puppeteering <laughs> shit <laughs> no so that made me think too like like when you listen to other people's opinions, mm. you know, it is like you said, people would rather rely on persuasion than the actual facts. Yeah. Um, so I feel like right now with so many people offering their opinions or giving reviews online, yes, they can be very helpful, but a lot of times people, I mean, it is a money saver too. So it's like, I get it. Mm. Cause people would rather, you know what I mean? Watch what somebody else thinks about something instead of trying it themselves. Mm. And sometimes that that can work out, but other times you may need to just look into it yourself or even just an idea on something, you know, instead of actually going to the source and watching it for yourself, reading it for yourself, whatever, you listen to what somebody else has to say about it. Mm. You know what I mean? And um, you know, so that makes sense to me, yeah, about people relying on persuasion more so than their own and, ideas. And almost like it's almost like a dangerous game because like what they know about science or behavioral science is that if you hold an opinion and you go the more and more you hear that opinion displayed, the more and more you double down into it. Mm-hmm. Right. So if your search engine or whatever, you know, the the environment that you created in your social network is only reaffirming things you already believe. We talked about this before thousands of times. Um, mm-hmm. It's only making hard stance. And I think that's why we're seeing so much division. Mm-hmm. All right. But, yeah, we're going off on a tangent. Yeah. People aren't going to the facts. They just mm-hmm. keep on listening to everybody else's think pieces. And- yeah. Think pieces. Opinions are like assholes. Like, no. All right. So- <laughs> All right. So coercion and manipulation are the bad guys to influence and persuasions good-natured efforts so when you're coercing someone um you are forcing them to make a decision or to do something you want through the use of force or threats (laughs) so this is like the worst kind (laughs) of (laughs) persuasion tactics (laughs) um so coercion is typically viewed in a bad light because it involves one person pushing another to do something they may not particularly want to do and the person who is being coerced may feel under duress or forced into a particular situation which can cause frustration or anxiety oh august alcina and jada it was a bad joke 
Oh, you think that falls into coercion? Yeah, playing. Maybe a little bit. Probably. Um, yeah, so um, they gave the example of like a student being bullied for their lunch money. You know, um, they're afraid of the ramifications that may happen if they don't comply. Um, so they are feeling they are being coerced into handing over their money. Mm-hmm. Um, and manipulation is all about control. It's controlling someone else to the point that you use unscrupulous Unscru- acts scrupulous. to get what you want. Unscrupulous. unscrupulous. Which means having or showing no morals. So use that Did word you this have to week, look guys. It up? I, I kind of figured what it meant, but I did look it up because I'm like unscrupulous. unscrupulous. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> and um, oh, they actually gave that car salesman example on this uh, little tidbit here that I already said. Okay. All right. So and they said basically being manipulated will leave you feeling like you you've been had. <laughs> I don't want to feel had. I don't want to feel had, (laughs) but um, people who are manipulative, they often get their way um, because they are successful in causing you to feel guilty. And in doing so, you feel as if you've done something wrong and therefore you have to accede to their behavior. Mm. So, you know, I'm about to say, you know, they're manipulative. No fucking shit. (laughs) Um, so, so, you know, once you are, aw- once you are aware that you're around someone who is displaying manipulative tactics on you, um, I mean, it's best to just avoid them. Mm. And if you can't avoid them, you have to learn how to basically just kind of put up a wall between you and that person and ignore their tactics. Um, you, they, of course, they're going to make you feel like you're in the wrong. They're going to gaslight you. You know, they're going to play on your emotions. They may get emotional themselves. Oh, we should have looked into how people use tears for manipulation. <laughs> Shit. Because, you know, that's, oh, my God. Like, seriously. You ran Not to downplay you... my ladies, but, you know. Oh, no. Nah, that's why I'm like, don't always fall for the tears. Do not always fall for the but tears. But I hear dudes be using the tears a lot, too. They sure they do. do. They do. But I would say, hmm, maybe I'm wrong. I was going to say in public spaces, because I think about just at work dealing with different people. Mm. Um, and I, of course, I have women that will cry faster than men. But no, you're right, especially in the relationships. What? They be bawling their little <laughs> eyes out. Um, but also, on the other hand, too, um, sometimes it may be something deeper for to that person who is being manipulative. They may have some sort of mental illnesses going on along with it. So you can't always kind of group it all into them being I want to say, I guess, knowingly manipulative. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? It's it may be something deeper going in, um, and they may may need some sort of treatment. I saw this thing, and I didn't read into it, but like the the manipulating somebody and not even realizing it. It was probably yeah. A good read. I mean, that's what as I was reading this, I'm like, ooh, I be doing some of that stuff. <laughs> Everybody does, yo. That's the only like piece I found with it because as going in through this thing, I'm like, yeah, that's me. yeah that's me i think i think with me if i manipulate it's more so on if something huh i'm trying to think how i manipulate i think honestly like i think it's the smallest things it's out of convenience it's like hey are you going to the store you know what i mean like it's like hey are you going to the store like can you grab this or i think you should get this or I feel like I do. I don't know. I feel like I naturally do this, though. Like, I do a lot of things for people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So then it's like, if I need something, like, uh, don't, don't fucking say no. Like, <laughs> so I don't, I feel like maybe I subconsciously do that. But I also am just a very helpful person. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I got to think a little more. I got to pinpoint my manipulative ways and work on it. 
I think I do too. <laughs> Mine's just out of convenience, yeah. I'm lazy. So it's like if this is like something that just makes my day a little bit easier. Oh, and I gotta do that mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. gonna try to get one off. I'm trying to sneak get somebody to do something. <laughs> But, like, I think, too, like, I can be an asshole sometimes, and I don't really recognize it, but I'm really nice most of the time. So it's like, hey, don't hold that against me. <laughs> like, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a nice guy. But, but, but a nice guy. <laughs> Come on. It couldn't have been Come me. Come on, man. You're breaking my balls. <laughs> All right. But um, basically, the, the number one way to deal with getting out of being manipulated is to say no. That, um, and a lot of us it's a what, very hard thing for a lot of people yeah and I think it depends on the person too I think everybody has a problem with saying no depending on you know who it is and especially too if it's someone that you're looking to get something from mm-hmm. or that you look up to or that you feel has a higher status than you you know what I mean mm-hmm. um, it may be hard to say no as well um, especially like at work you know or like a boss and I mean of course you, could, you can't just be saying no all willy nilly nah, now nah, in certain circumstances you can't but, but you gotta yeah, have your limit. it's to the point yeah, but that's why it's like you have to recognize when the manipulation is occurring, you know, and not feel bad about saying no. Um, and it's saying a lot of us feel sorry for others um, that may not even necessarily deserve our pity. And we agree to things that go against our better judgment. Um, so, you know, the more that you practice feeling strong in your stance of saying no, the easier it will become. And you're still a good person, even if you say no every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so say no so sorry. freeing. It is. Especially like when they ask you to do something, like ask you to go somewhere. Hey, do you want to go out tonight? No. Right. And then, but some people will still keep trying to persuade you Mm -hmm. or manipulate you. (laughs) Right. Um, So saying some more about why you feel bad about saying no, um, you you feel like you're like rejecting the person by saying no. Uh, You may feel like you're letting them down. And even though they, or they may even feel like, you may feel like you won't be liked. Or perceived, or you may be perceived as uncaring or unhelpful. Mm. So as a result, people usually go by, down the path of least potential conflict, and they just comply. Um, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, yeah, that makes sense. You know, it's like, yeah, sense. it's like I don't want to be an asshole. I don't want to make you feel bad, even though I don't really want to do this. So if, it, but it's like you know, you really got to do self assessment and see, do you really want to do this or not? Um, and if people do say no, they usually do it in ineffective ways that come with an excuse. So it's like, for example, they may say, I'd like to help, but I'm really busy. And they said the problem with this approach is that it gives the other person an opportunity to continue to ask. The counter. He or she, yeah. mm-hmm, she or, he or she may feel there's an opening. Well, since you're busy this week, how about next week? And it's like, yeah, you're uh, like, damn it. Like, I should have just said, I fall into that so many times, especially like do doing with, freelance work. Yeah, freelance work. <laughs> you, could, you get caught in that with freelance work and you get caught in that with like events to go to. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, no, I really, I, I really don't want to go, mm-hmm. or I have something to do, or it's just like, you know, I get, I spread myself way too thin many, many times. Mm-hmm. Um, so it says, here's how you can effectively say no. Number one, say it. No. <laughs> Let's everybody practice. You ready? On count three. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. No. 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 Let's try <laughs> no. different ways. No. No. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the one I do. That's why I think mm. it's stank. Mm, I don't want to do Some that. Stank. <laughs> <laughs> Some stank. All right. So it says, don't beat around the bush or offer weak excuses or him and haw. 
Don't delay or stall either. Provide a brief explanation if you feel you need to. However, don't feel compelled. The less said, the better. So if you don't want to do something, just say no thanks. Yeah, but then but you had those people. Like, they some people just go don't that easy. Like, you know, they sure don't. They're teaching us how to say no. They need to teach other people how to stop asking. How to accept it. Yeah, how to fucking accept <laughs> no. Accept it. Damn. Um, so it says the next step is be assertive and courteous. So you might say, I'm sorry, I can't right now, but we'll let you know when and if I can. This approach is polite. And it puts you in a position of power by changing the dynamic. You are taking charge, mm. telling people you'll let them know when and if you can. Now, that, that works in certain situations. You can't use that for everything because it's like if you're saying no firm to, like, say, an event, you know, it's like, well, if you say I'll let you know, now that leaves it open where you might still go. Um, or it says another example is I appreciate you for asking me to help, but I'm stretched far too thin right now uh, to devote time of being of quality assistance to you now. That's a, that's a corporate you know email. I'm just around a lot of, I'm, but I'm around a lot of manipulative ass people because I'm like, I just used that one last week and it didn't work, and I'm still doing a logo. <laughs> I hope I that person's not said, listening. I'm, I literally said I'm too busy right now. I don't have the time. I appreciate you for thinking of me, but I think you should find someone well, else. People grossly like, well, underestimate, but can again, you do this that's part? A, that's a person that is trying to persuade you to make their life easier. Yeah, she wanted me to do three separate things, and I'm like, I don't have time. Well, could you just do the logo? I'm like, fuck, all right. So, so all what right. she did is she was manipulative, and she went in high. She probably didn't have three things that actually needed to get done. She probably only had, it's like negotiating. Well, yeah, it was like she could find the people to do the other things. But, I mean, she, in one hand, she was looking out. She wanted to get me, you know, the job, Word. which would have been more money, so I appreciate that. But it also would have just made it easier for her because she just had to deal with one person. Um now and it says uh the next one is understanding people's tactics so understanding just the manipulation tactics so it's like for example you see somebody on the street and it's like hey do you want to donate uh fifty dollars to this cause and you're like whoa no i don't got it and they're like well how about five and it's like that five dollars sounds much more doable <laughs> than 50 but if they would have came off the break talking about five dollars you might have been like ah. <laughs> Like, <laughs> so, um, let's see. The next one they have is set boundaries. So people sometimes have a hard time saying no because they haven't taken the, the time to evaluate their relationships and understand their role within these relationships. That's interesting. So when you truly, yeah, when you truly understand the dynamic and your role, you won't feel as worried about the consequences of saying no. You'll realize that your relationship is solid and can withstand your saying no. So that is true too. A lot of times you may think that you're way more important to someone than you actually are. You know, and you're just like, oh, I can't let this person down. Mm. I can't disappoint them. Meanwhile, you know what I mean? If you really think about the dynamic of you guys' relationship, it's like, well, if I say no and they decide they don't want to, you know, fuck with me no more, is, yeah. is it really going to have an effect on that? my life? Yeah. I thought that was really interesting. But I think that's like a, you know, that's a problem with communication and people being honest with themselves. Self-worth, communication, self-awareness. Yeah, like, self-worth, there's so many things everything. that that plays into. Mm-hmm. Because self-worth, you know, you're putting basically your worth on this person. Like, oh, I can't disappoint him. Mm. Um, but, you know, of course, it depends on your relationship. So it's like, yeah, really evaluate your relationship with these people and, you know, go from there. Um, let's see. The next one is put the question back on the person asking. So if somebody wants you to do a bunch of tasks, you can kind of flip it. And just be like, well, I need this amount of time. You know, how would you like for me to prioritize it? 
if you want it done, yeah. you know, you let me know. So then it can become a discussion rather than them just telling you what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm almost done with this little list. So be firm. If someone cannot accept your no, then you know the person is probably not a true friend or doesn't respect you. So stand firm and don't feel compelled to give in just because that person becomes uncomfortable. And the last one is be selfish. Put your needs first, uh, not those of the person asking you for something. Um, if it is someone that you truly care about, that will become, you know what I mean, a need for you as well. You know what I mean? If you feel like, you know what I mean, if it's someone mm. really close to you, family, you know, whatever relationship, um, it, it, you will want to prioritize it. But if Even it's in- something... Uh- no, of course, even in that, too, if it that's what I was like, if it's something where you feel like it's prioritizing over everything that you need to do, mm-hmm. then that's when you got to look back at it. Um, if you find that your productivity will suffer and resentment will mount, <laughs> you know, then it's like you, you should probably rethink um, what you want to do and imply some of that selfishness. Selfishness sounds so bad. It doesn't, though. And it, it, it <laughs> does, but it doesn't. And I'm, yeah. I've told a lot of people, I've gotten the conversations like this a lot. And it was just like, hey, yo, you have to be very selfish, especially with your time. Uh-huh. Yo. Time is oh, the yeah, only luxury. It is the only, only reason luxury. I've found some sort of success in my life. Yeah. I feel like I've been very selfish to an extent. And, you know, you got to be, mm-hmm. especially the older we get, we need some, we need rest. Okay. Mm-hmm. We need or to we rest. Need to, we need time to ourselves to get our, to get our shit done, to get our stuff in mm-hmm. order. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. People sacrifice their time. It's like the first thing that goes most of the mm-hmm. time when when yep. helping somebody else. And I, I just time don't think people. Money, prior- yeah, I don't think people prioritize it like they should. Time is wealth, wealth of the mind mm-hmm. <laughs> as well. And there's a quote from Warren Buffett. He said, "The difference between successful people and very successful time, people man. is that yeah, very successful people say no to almost everything." <laughs> All right. Um, I'm saying no. Do you want to all the time? Nope. Do you want to slide in and say anything? I feel like I've just been going and going and going. Nah, you're good. You're good. Okay. Okay. All right. So, um, to be able to navigate through these different fields is building up your emotional intelligence. And I was like, what's that? Um, not artificial intelligence. Emotional intelligence. Hmm. And emotional intelligence is the ability to recognize their own and other people's emotions, to discern between different feelings and label them appropriately, to use emotional information to guide thinking and behavior, and to manage and or adjust emotions to adapt to environments or achieve one's goals. Mm -hmm. And this all plays into self-awareness. So you got to be able to identify (laughs) what's going on to even recognize when manipulation is coming into play because it is all based on your emotions. So if you don't have a handle on your own or other people's or why people react in certain situations, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's going to, you're going to be, you're going to fall prey. Um, Do you think the people that are like just super unaware of themselves are the people that are the easiestly manipulated? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, because um, if you don't recognize why you're feeling this way, you're just reacting. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
um, you're not really processing why something is occurring. You're just like, oh, this is happening. You know, I must. Everything is need Everything is. Yeah. So it's like this person's coming to me. Oh my God, they have this emergency again, and they're crying. And oh, you know, I want to, I want to help out, and this makes me uncomfortable. And it's like you're not paying attention to the patterns mm. or other. You know, where they find this morning. You know, you saw them chatted up with that person over there, and they look pretty happy as soon as they're around you. Yeah. You know, you buy them lunch every day, damn near, because they always somehow forget their lunch, you know? And it's just like, oh, man, I'm really hungry. <sighs> you know, because they know you're a sucker. Mm. But, um... <laughs> you know, that's funny. I do have something to add, right? So okay. I came across um, an article, um, and it's called Prospect Theory. Okay. And Daniel Kahneman and Amos Tversky. Just, just get on with the damn art. I'm sorry. I, hate I gotta be trying to. Explain. I don't know. I try to give credits, like you know what I mean. Like it's not me just spewing this information. I'm not a psychologist. Just the way you be pronouncing these. Because things. yo, like I feel like certain. See now you're gonna make me go off. I, T and V. What 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 word is that? Like what what sound is that? It's a sneeze. It's a cough. Right. Anyway, uh, I'm done. the two psychologists <laughs> whose work has provided the foundation for new behavioral science, um, mm. it was their findings that first suggested that we might understand human irrationality in a systematic way. Right. So they looked the way in which people make decisions under conditions of uncertainty, and they found that their behavior violated what would be the more logical response to whatever was going mm -hmm. on right mm -hmm. so they identified dozens of systematic violations of rationality and choices between gambles realizing that the errors in judgment were not random but predictable mm -hmm. right so behavioral science is like becoming a part of like society and part of the the corporations the government it's just everywhere we look right and that being incorporated if you understand people's irrationalities, those people are easy to manipulate. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, I, I thought it was interesting. I mean, yeah, that makes sense with all this election shit. Yo, mm -hmm. you see the fucking, um, <laughs> the, the, uh, that smear campaign against Biden and defunding the police. And it's like, <laughs> I'm sure everybody's seen, seen this it. shit by no, now. And I it's don't like, think I've seen it. Because they play the ad like on the radio, on YouTube. And it's like, hello, 911. And it's just like the phone keeps ringing and oh, shit. And it's like, you're trying shut to, call, <laughs> you're trying to call 911. And they're like, and like a voicemail comes up. And it's like, <laughs> sorry, we can't answer your call right now. Please try again later. No way. Like, <laughs> yeah, defund the You know what's funny? My mother. This is what will happen. My mother, she's been <laughs> no on like YouTube watching. Call. <laughs> 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 she's been on YouTube watching stuff and she's getting a whole bunch of like GOP advertisements. Mm -hmm. and stuff and mm -hmm. she just doesn't understand algorithms and just how yeah, yeah. things are infiltrating her circle uh -huh. and stuff like uh -huh. that and i mean this is just exactly how it's happening i remember we got into yeah. a conversation it wasn't on the pod and i was talking about like if if behavioral sciences are being incorporated to to manipulate and skew the information that people receive like shouldn't these companies kind of be accountable for that shit like that <sighs> I know, but that's that's the thing. You know, this country, it all comes down to law and being able to prove something. I, so, you know, they can easily be like, well, we didn't really mean it, mean it, mean it, mean it like that. 
You know, we weren't doing that. I get it. That's not what we were actually yeah, doing. Yeah, but I get it. But I feel like, you know, as people were evolving, so. It, well, you see now, like, Facebook's under fire for types of things. So I think they're finding ways to, tar- like, start pinpointing mm. this insidious. 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 Yeah, I'm just, I'm just wondering <laughs> where, where it's going to, like, end up. I know it's always going to be an ongoing thing because no matter mm-hmm. what, like, I don't know, I think manipulation is almost the game in, in life. It's just like an accepted I mean, since, truth. Yeah, since forever. Right. So, but that's why, you know, each person also has to do their own job of becoming aware and able to recognize Discernment. when manipul- yeah, man- manipulative tactics are being used and um, not falling victim to it. Um, so, some tips to develop your emotional intelligence is to, number one, observe your feelings. Uh, we easily lose touch with our emotions when we're too busy worrying about what to do next and what can be done better. When we have an emotional reaction to something, it can be due to the fact that we are having some unresolved issues. Uh, so, next time you feel like you're having negative emotions, calm down and think about why you're experiencing this. Take a deep breath. If you have time, write down your emotions that you're experiencing and the possible reasons. Uh, when you write these things down, you can identify your emotional triggers better and think of ways to deal with each of them. The second one is practice responding and not reacting. And this is what we were kind of just talking about. Yeah. So reacting is an unconscious process where we behave in an unconscious way that expresses or relieves an emotion. Responding, on the other hand, is a conscious process that involves paying attention to your feelings and deciding how to behave consciously. You know, so when you are more aware of your emotional triggers, you can think you can always think about the way to behave in advance. So it's like, I know when this happens, I'm going to do this. Mm. So they gave the example of um, someone who gets angry easily at work and they throw temper tantrums to their colleagues, you know, when they're feeling stressful. And that is, oh my God, that is me a hundred (laughs) fucking percent. Like, and I'm always thinking like, yo, I need to fucking chill. Like, it's funny, but it's also like, damn, is she always angry? And I'm just, I'm very reactive in certain instances. Mm. So if somebody like writes me a dumbass fucking question, you know, I'm instantly just like, what the, you know? (laughs) And I'm just like, it's, it's funny. And we all laugh and stuff, but you know, it also may add to like maybe a little bit of anxiety, you know, and, and yeah, and, you know, it's just like, ooh, Brittany go pop off again. Yeah. But um, so I'm trying to get better with that. I kind of regress every now and then it's like I do good. And then, you know, I forget to which is the next step. Be humble <laughs> right. and see something from a different point of view, you know, because somebody's asking me a question about. They're moving from another state and they're like, where can I park? And I'm like, what the fuck you mean? Where can you park on the freaking street? You turned it up but, already. Why are you reliving it? Because I got to answer this. I looked at my emails and I got to answer this question. Oh, tomorrow. I, I saved it for tomorrow. But, you know, on the other hand, they're not from the city. You know, they probably seen parking wars and everybody get tickets and towed and booted. Right. But, you know, it's like it's a valid question for somebody who's not from here. You know what I mean? But I'm just like, because I'm here. I'm just like, what the fuck you mean where to park? Like, you fucking park. Just make sure you read the damn sign. And if you double park, make sure somebody with the car. But everybody ain't going to know that. So number three is stay humble at all times. When you always believe that you are better than others. <laughs> so you think you're better than others, Britt? <laughs> yeah, like, you know, they dumb. It's like, nah. But you'll, you'll not see your own faults. And you're likely, you are likely to get emotional about things that don't meet your expectation. Mm. So try to look at the same thing from different perspectives. Instead of judging someone or something. Put yourself in someone else's shoes and try to think or feel like them. 
would you do or feel the same way too and why but what if them shoes don't fit like what if them I shoes I mean like no sometimes people is just fucking so, dumb yeah, no, that's, that's what I'm truth. saying like sometimes, sometimes you don't even want to be in those dumb, shoes like you don't even want to play you don't even want to pretend to be in them I know but you know everybody does have a reason no matter how stupid that they do you know react a certain way so even if it is dumb you can still try to see it from their perspective of why they acted that way mm. um what's really funny right so in Philly a lot of times if you are driving too fucking slow and it can be opposing traffic like two lanes that are going opposing ways if you're driving too fucking slow or not as fast as the person behind you wants to go they will drive around you they will go into they will cross the yellow solid line and straight speed <laughs> around you and it's mad ignorant right and um it's 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 pretty infuriating if it happens to you cuz you're like what the fuck like fucking chill like damn <laughs> like you doing all that but I did it the other day. Oh. But you know why I did it? Why'd you do it? I, I, after I, after I was already in the other lane, I was like, oh, fuck. I was driving around South Philly a lot, and most of the streets are one ways. Mm. So it's like, you could do that because they're both, like, both of the lanes are going the same direction. But I, being back in my neighborhood, I wasn't thinking and I just straight brodied around the person and I'm like, Oh wait, like this isn't a double lane. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I'm like, Oh, well maybe sometimes when people do that, you know, it's not always trying. Yeah. It might just be, you know, driving through different parts of the city. You just, you know, not remembering. Um, and I, and I was drinking quite a bit the night before. So, you know, my judgment Ooh. was a little off, but, um, shut up. <laughs> but, um, so it's like in this way, you're likely to understand other people's thoughts and emotions more. And you'll probably learn something new about how to deal with things in similar situations too. be humble enough to know that you're not better than anyone and wise enough to know that you are different from the rest. Um, this also brings up something to me. I was listening to someone. I wish I had the name off the top, but he's like he talks about like manifestation and all that type of stuff and positive thinking, law of attraction. I just kind of stumbled upon it on YouTube and he's an older guy. Um, pretty, pretty famous. I don't, I can't think of his name right now. Um, but anyway, he was speaking of being a servant. Um, so, you know, a lot of times we ask the universe for things, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, oh, I want this. Oh, I want that. You're always thinking about receiving, you know what I mean? But you don't, you don't think about giving or you don't think about what, in what way can I serve to better humanity? Mm. You know, because the more that you give, the more you receive. And in a lot of religions, you know, they preach that. Um, so it's like look at it from that perspective of asking the universe how you can better serve instead of always asking for things to come back. Oh, his name is Wayne Dyer. Um, but there was a video that says, watch this instead of a movie. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> okay. That was a caption somebody put. It's like a three-hour long thing, just a bunch of clips. I only watched about an hour of it, but he has a pretty a good perspective. So I thought that was really interesting of keeping in the mind frame of how can you better serve. And that would help me out, too, when people are asking me fuck questions that I think are fucking dumb. But I'm like, I'm here to serve. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? That is my position. I'm here to help people out. So I need to fucking relax. See, it's hard to navigate a world with that perspective when so many people are only here to serve themselves and i'm right now i'm talking about no like totally but yeah like that, you know? oh no definitely but at the end of the day you know you can only monitor yourself and your relationship is the one with whatever i mean if you believe in a higher power you know what i'm saying that's your main focus you know what i mean is you just trying to be a good person and um 
you know, you can ask the universe to present you with situations where you can serve. You know what I mean? So it's not like, mm-hmm. you know, it's something that you can do and feel good about doing. You know, you'll, maybe somebody will come into your life that can teach you lessons and things of that nature. So I just thought that was interesting. I've been thinking about that a lot. Um, but, you know, that was the list of how to better develop your emotional intelligence. But developing your emotional intelligence is a lifelong process. Yeah, it's, it never uh, stops. It's yeah, it never stops. It's continuous observation and practice. And I want to count on observation. So paying attention, taking the moment to pause, be quiet, you know, observe how people react and what different situations, how people respond, you know, what type of emotions they go through. Mm. Um, so I feel like, you know, we're always so da 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 we don't stop and really pay attention. You know what though? Like I'm kind of <laughs> I, I people watch. I'm no, you do. Bit, I, I, yeah, I will say that's not an issue of yours. Yeah, you be all I'd up be, in everybody's I'd People watch. I try to find. <laughs> what happened? All right, whatever. Y'all are, y'all are observers. Yeah. But it's also because y'all are observing just so you can see the shit coming before. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I've seen this But, coming. you know, we need to observe and understand. No, no. But that's, what, what, I, that's I mean? what I was about to say. Like, I, I actually mm-hmm. like to see the nuances and people's reactions so I can better engage the people mm-hmm. I care about. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so it is observing, you know, even though it might mm-hmm. be trying to see what's coming up on the horizon at the same time it's actually developing a better relationship with whoever yeah. I'm speaking with. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that also helps you not get manipulated. Yeah. Because you will know when somebody's trying to play with you, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, um, that that's all I got. That's all you got. That's all I got, Jack. That's all I got. Nah, I mean I think this was a, a a good conversation, especially with like everything that's going on, like nowadays, mm-hmm. and just being bombarded with stuff. Yeah, just some knee jerk reactions. You have a knee jerk reaction. You need to stop and evaluate before you respond. Yeah, I think you know exactly. (laughs) I think uh, society. I think before all the the new shit that's been incorporated, we were just guided by habit and tradition and like spontaneity Mm -hmm. and whim. But now, with all this stuff increasing, uh, the intended or unintended consequences of decisions made based is based on like scientific theory. So like we have to really be conscious of what's going on and who's in charge and what motives they may have. Mm-hmm. And it does start with ourselves. It starts with ourselves of mm-hmm. learning how to discern the, the, the yeah. information. Right. I'm fascinated with unconscious influence. Mm-hmm. I wrote that down. I didn't look into it, but like just the stuff that we just pick up mm-hmm. and we can't even pinpoint where we got it from. Yeah. I want to learn. And I feel like that's, that's, that's probably definitely more societal too. Yeah. You know, yeah, for sure. It's because you see everybody doing it and then you don't recognize after a while that everybody's fucking doing exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I feel like, Hey, a good example of that is the AirPods. Now when you see people with wired earphones, you're like, mm. Ew, you have airpods peasant peasant no i still haven't bought any but i'm strongly considering it yeah but i just spent a lot of money on other things so i'm like trying to chill but i mean honestly i'll still rock out with my wired headphones i have wired because, headphones listen i'm i'm about to buy a house so y'all can laugh at me all you fucking want <laughs> but you ain't gonna be laughing when i still think I the science is out on them airpods like, I, the science hmm? is still out for me on the airpods I, I i do <laughs> think them joints is you know what i mean just throwing bluetooth technology in your brain 
man. Direct look, link. We, we we about to all switch over to five G anyway, right? Like, what, we, what can we do? Right. All right, dog. Like, it's, it's fucking yeah, hot. It's hot. It's hot, y'all. It's hot, dog. Like, yes. Sorry, we end every episode like that. It's fucking hot. Like, that's all we got in us. We got like close to fifty minutes, and then we're like done. <laughs> it's just that's about the as long as you can take off the on. AC being on. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um. Thank you for listening to another episode of the BZ Podcast. We appreciate y'all. Like I said at the top, um, enjoy y'all week. Uh, use discernment. <laughs> Try to make sure you're not being manipulated. Yes, um, make sure you pause stop, before you react. Yeah, stop crying to, to, you know what I mean, persuade somebody. Tears is dangerous. Yeah, and then if it's like if you have to manipulate someone to do something, it's like, is it really effective? If you got to trick them, Maybe. you shouldn't have to trick people to get them to do something you want to do. It depends on the relationship you have with them. No, yeah, <laughs> no. Cause look, look, he, he, they be trying to manipulate me. That's why. <laughs> I be having to sometimes. <laughs> Whatever. I let you. I let you manipulate me. I know every time you're doing it. I just let you do it. Right. That's my. That's my relationship with Scorpios. I let them yeah, hey, lost in your Honda. We just left the house, and your mama said, Take care of me like a king, and you did. Still, I fucked up, tried to get on your home, girl. I didn't know better. Well, hold up, I did. Now I'm outside with my niggas. We trying to get rich just to fill up the void. Grown ass kid, but I feel like a boy. On that shit, like we slinging manure. Smoking on gas to relax the allure. Concealing the feeling, the search for a cure. Pop me as Annie in 2011. Young nigga tired of stressing. I need me a blessing or something. I need me a blessing or something. I'm so high, I'm so high, feel my vibe when I'm blow, I get though, what a hoes lose control, in my whip, backseat, it's me, and a pee, guarantee, wake up, wake up, gotta get back to the road, got another show, trick it when I hold me down, wake up, and feel it in your soul, lose control, let it go. Was it sex? Was it more? Meant to be me and you on the floor. We was kids, we was young. I ain't know what I had, now it's gone. I'm alone, take me home. My heart cold, pain gone. I'm confused and I broke all the rules. Now I ran out of time.